1: Well, we have an amazing show for you today, everybody um, in America, and I know this goes out all over the world, but um, you should hear it, actually everyone should hear it, because certainly these kinds of things could happen in in all countries. Um, But especially in America, it is particularly important to know about what we're going to be talking about today. Today's show is January 6th, Patriots Suffering for Freedom. Now um, you know you say January sixth, and some people go, "Oh God, <laughs> you know what?" That was an insurrection. Um, well, I and my guest are here to tell you that it wasn't. And um, my guest, Tim Rivers, is actually an amazing man. Who you know, if we had more people like this, um, sacrificing their life, you know, devoting their life to um, helping to to continue um, to have freedom and democracy in America, we would be in better shape than we are now. But things are looking up. Actually for 2024, the first thing that was looking up was the president of Harvard resigned. So this is Mm -hmm. gonna be a good year. (laughs) Um, Tim Rivers is, he's a native of Florida. He's a retired IT engineer and a writer, continues to be a writer. And his early background was in TV and broadcasting. He also works in uh, surveillance and security work. And he um, provides a voice to the silenced through his Telegram channel, through the American Gulag Chronicles, and he speaks out for equal justice and liberty in America. If those, you know, you're going to be hearing what all those that (laughs) that soup of words means, and all of it means that um, it is trying to, he is trying to secure freedom for you um, to continue in America. So, Tim, welcome to the show.
2: Hi, Carol. Thank you so much for having me on.
1: Now, one of the things, um, he, he runs uh, the J6, January 6th, J6 Patriot News, and he has written two books, um in the American Gulag Chronicles, the first one has come out, Letters from Prison, and that represents letters from prison, and the prisoners are the January 6th, I call them trespassers, um, not insurrectionists. And then he um, he has written a part two of this, and it's called Art of Confinement, and that is gonna be coming out soon. Um, he, uh, let me see, I want to make sure that I, he, he, he's a retired IT engineer. I mentioned that but he also was a Fortune 100 executive. And in 2021, he began writing letters of support to the January 6th prisoners and documenting their stories and their messages to supporters and America. And that took him down this rabbit hole <laughs> for where he is today, never did you ever think it was going to be—it um, was going to end up in taking over your life.
2: I didn't, and we were joking about that on January 6th, We were doing a podcast with a bunch of other folks who, like me, were kind of ordinary people in 2020 until the election. Um, and we were like, "Could we have even, you know, imagined that we'd be standing here three years later, where we stand at the front line of this incredible political and cultural battle?" Um, and not everybody went, no, no. <laughs> um, there's a hand of providence that brings you to a fight. And um, sometimes you're called. And when you're called, you need to answer.
1: Okay, so let's start with that. How did you feel the call or hear the call?
2: It was so simple. It was a letter. It was one let. Can you imagine one letter changing your life? Mm-hmm. Um, changing you from this mild-mannered retired guy, Playing golf, puttering in the garden, doing things you're supposed to be doing when you're when you've done your work for the life, um, into this guy named Furious Tim, who works 12, 14 hours a day without pay and uh, and is always mad when he sees injustice. And that letter, that letter that I I just kind of went to everybody can do this. I'm just gonna say it. I people ask me all the time, how in the world did you get here? I'm gonna tell you that inside each of us there's a patriot gene. There's, there's a part of us that, that would give our all for patria, for our country, for our children, for our future. And if something happens in your life to flip that gene on, you will be a different person because I am. And imagine the stress my family and my wife and my children go through when mild-mannered dad becomes furious Tim. Um, you're a different person you have a different motive in life a different purpose and mission Um, and I believe that it's it's such a simple thing to get activated I went to Patriot Mail Project after working in election integrity with Professor Clements and a group called Defend Florida Hmm. Um, I was convinced of what happened I I didn't need a lot of convincing after I'd knocked on doors and and found 50 percent of the houses I queried had something wrong with their voter roll and um I bumped into Professor Clements on the professor's record on Telegram, and he was talking about J6 prisoners and how they were the victims of this election fraud and were really the only people who had stood up, really, for it, who showed up that day, who showed up. Um, And I I said, this is amazing, and it introduced me to this group called the Patriot Mail Project. It's been around a while. It's been around since the Bundys... For those of you who are old enough to remember the Bundys and the Bureau of Land Management up in Oregon and the face-off and and guns being fired and people being sent to prison, even podcasters that we know like Pete Santilli, he was one of the Bundy defendants. He spent 280-something days in prison just for reporting it. Um, And so this organization had been put together to keep American patriots connected to these guys in prison. They tracked them when they got moved around. They put their addresses out there, their donation funds so you could help their families, do their commissaries. And this got reactivated on July 4th of 2021 for the J6 prisoners. And so I I just visited that site at patriotmailproject.com. I randomly picked a prisoner out of the hat and I wrote him. And I got this letter back. It was a four-page letter. You know, if you're walking around the ground and kicking rocks around one day and you see one that looks particularly interesting, you reach down and you pick it up and you realize you're holding a ruby or a diamond. Mm -hmm. That's what happened here, folks. I got a 22-year retired Ranger Green Beret American hero. Oh, wow. Three times decorated for valor, bronze star. 10-year operative for the State Department protecting politicians and other stupid people when they go in stupid places. This man sits right now, right this minute, in a Dallas-Fort Worth prison, and he hasn't seen trial since March of 2021. This is an American hero who showed up, who just showed up, Uh, and that letter broke my heart. It angered me to the point I wanted to break things myself, since my heart was broken, but it, it did flip that gene on. It made me realize that my children and my grandchildren were at jeopardy, that their freedom was going disappearing in front of my very eyes. Somebody who's a senior like me who's lived and, and you know, not only recognized but enjoyed the rewards of this country. And the the confidence of its government, I I worked in, I held security clearances. I worked with the military for many years as a contractor. To see what's happened uh, is appalling. And, um, And I recognize that January 6th was meant to make you afraid. That what they were doing was meant to make you afraid. So you would not show up to redress your grievances with your government again. You would not speak out. You would not go on podcasts. You would not write letters that you would cower in fear and government tyranny could
1: rule. Well, just to that clarify. Can't happen. That just, just can't happen. Just to clarify, what you mean is um, not the people who participated in January 6th, but now the reaction of the White House, what they're doing now, you know, and to the prisoners, of course, um, yes. you know, trying to make them examples for everybody else. You know, look what happens if you try to... Uh, Uh, revolt against your government or question just just all they were doing they just wanted the votes counted again because it was clearly a a lie
2: and i think that's it you know if you recognize something that's wrong in your life uh, i think many people who are in the prime of their life and and they have full-time jobs they're they're watching this at at a glance they can't be involved, their lives are so so involved, they're raising children, they're making money, they're paying bills, they're doing all the things that you do in life. Um, and, and we tend not to pay attention. I think that's what's happened here. For almost 20 years or maybe even longer, we haven't paid attention. Um, and this is the result. And um, if you're an older person like I am, you're in your senior years, I want you to imagine recreating yourself Um, to a purpose that's greater than you that serves your children, your grandchildren in the future, can you think of anything more worthy to do with the remaining years of your life? And that's why I'm here, Uh because I can't think of anything more worthy of my time and my life than this. And I think other people should feel that way too. I think they do because I meet them. I meet these amazing patriots who have done like I just, sorry, there's a fight. I got to drop everything and run to the front line and abandon their lives, their careers. In some cases, you know, we, we often neglect our family because this is such a huge thing. And if you think back to the founders, don't you think that happened to them too? Mm. Don't, don't you think they, they missed their families and they endured hardship and sacrifice and loss for something greater than themselves? And that's why we get to be here now. How can we deny that our children and grandchildren? I, I couldn't, and that's why I'm here.
1: That's uh, that's an amazing story. Um, you know, it's interesting that you were saying about the 20 years. You know, people are so busy going out and uh, trying to make money and, try, and buying stuff, you know, like uh, um, Trying to look successful and and uh, flaunt their what they have, what their status or their wealth or whatever to other people, you know that's their goal in life. Um, and uh, instead of things that are more that are more valuable,
2: I, I'm I'm a victim of that. I I have a 25 year career in IT and and 20 years with IBM. I mean, I'm a victim of that. I I did that. I went the you know sleep in the hotel room nine days out of ten fly back and forth across the country, work your butt off because well, you, you're salaried, so over time, what's that? Yeah, I, I did that, and I paid no attention, and, and that's why I have to pay attention now. Mm-hmm. And we're trying to bring these truths. Um, these guys are just telling you the truth. You're not getting the truth from mainstream media. You're certainly not getting it from CNN or Fox or ABCM. You're just not getting it or from the rotating puppets at, at the uh, spokesperson's desk at the White House you're just not getting it. And, and so if you wanted to find truth, wouldn't you go to the, to the well? Wouldn't you go to the source? Wouldn't you go to the people who experienced it, who were there, who actually had that, you know, could tell you the truth of the moment? And that's what these people have been doing through their letters to literally hundreds of thousands of people, not just here in the U.S., but overseas, these guys get letters from Germany, from just everywhere you can think of, they get letters. Because social media has made this possible. And we advertise that these guys want your letters. And when you write them, they write you back. And that's where the books came from. The books are their letters to America. Because my first letters were, Dear Mr. and Mrs. Rivers, Dear Tim and Terry, Dear Tim. And they started changing. It's Dear Patriot. Then it came in. Dear American Patriots, with an S. Wait,
1: they they would write?
2: My letters started coming in that way. Instead of being addressed to me, they were addressed to America. Uh Uh, They were addressed to American Patriots, to the Patriot family, to the J6 family. And so that meant that these letters weren't really mine anymore. They belonged to America and to the people they were addressed to. And we started posting them. Uh, first on telegram. Now you can find us at j6patriotnews.com on the web. We're pretty much everywhere. Facebook, Twitter, American Gulag Chronicles and J6 Patriot News is plastered as far as we can go because the me- our mission is to deliver the messages. We're the uh, remember that, that uh, movie, The Postman? Uh, we're the guy you know in, in post-apocalyptic America, we're between frontier post. That's kind of who we are. We're trying to deliver mail in an environment where we have no ability to deliver it. Um, and so the book was a way to get through the mainstream media wall.
1: And I just want to mention, certainly we're going to give out the, uh, the website again and so on, but um, you have, I, I saw on your website, um, the map, you have a map yeah. of America and you have um, pins uh, in places where the the prisons are, that the J six prisoners are, and then you have um, a way that, that people can can sort of sort out who they want to write to by either the state or by the, the whether it's a male or a female right. or what month they were born in.
2: <laughs> You'd be surprised. Yeah, it's a very cool site. I mean, Paula Paula Calloway who runs the site works her butt off along with Marie Goodwin to make sure that that thing stays current because these guys get what's called diesel therapy. Do you know what that is? Diesel therapy is where they move you from prison to prison. I got one guy who's been in 14 prisons. They like to keep you moving. They put you in a bus. They drive you 10 or 12 hours. All you you smell is diesel fumes because the vehicles are very poorly ventilated and they move you around. So now your commissary and everything got left behind. The people who are writing to you don't know where you are. All your tablets and everything are no longer working. So we keep track of these guys religiously every day. When they move them, we tell you where they went so that you can write to them and you can continue to stay in contact with them. It's, it is a Herculean job and it is a labor of love. And, and our group of volunteers, I, I just I don't have words to say uh, how proud I am or how grateful I am. I keep telling them, if uh, gratitude was money, you guys would all be millionaires
1: how um how many prisoners do you keep track of
2: all of them uh, i have over there? 200 and i think i have 222 currently incarcerated the number moves around but i have over 1300 individuals now indicted including donald j trump who i wrote to because he's prisoner 1206 and uh-huh. you can find him on patriot mail project if you just look <laughs> up for donald j trump or look for the state of florida we have the most January 6th, prisoners of any oh. state in the Union.
1: Interesting. Very interesting. Um, okay, well, we're coming up to a break. Um, when we come back, my guest, Tim Rivers, is going to read one of these letters, and, um, and then we will continue talking about this. I just want to say, uh, in the minute that we have left, I, w- I watched Trump um, on the morning of January 6th. I watched him give his speech. It was a great speech. And nowhere in that speech did he tell anybody to go over to the Capitol and uh, destroy it or hurt anybody or do anything bad. They were just supposed to go there and stand, like to be a presence, to show that we know there's something wrong with this election. We want something done about it. And um, so, you know, this whole thing of trying to claim that he created an insurrection, which, of course, is in order to be able to get him off the ballot. And we'll talk about that, too, when we come back. So stay tuned. You're listening to Dr. Carol's Couch. My guest is Tim Rivers. His book is The American Gulag Chronicles, actually part one and part two, two books. And we'll be right back.
2: Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts.
0: Are you having difficulty coping with these troubled times? Do you want help? Then contact Dr. Carol Lieberman today at www.drcarol.com.
2: Birdie told me Voice America is on X. Follow us at Voice America
0: TRN. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast
1: all the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion
0: counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. If you have a question or comment for Dr. Carol, dial toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now back to the show, here's Dr. Carol Lieberman.
1: Welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. Today's show is January 6th, Patriots Suffering for Freedom. My guest is Tim Rivers. He is the author of the American Gulag Chronicles, Part one is letters from prison. Part two is the art of confinement. And uh, he also, you know, as we've been talking about, he also runs an incredible website called j6patriotnews.com. j6patriotnews.com. And there you can find out about some of these um, people that you can write to as well, the prisoners um, from January 6th. So what I, I think we'd all love to hear... One of the letters. Absolutely. This was
2: the first book. The first book was, and you know what a chronicle is, right? It's a story in time. It's actually like a historical thing. This book covered September of 2021 through September of 2022. It's a year in the life of 35 prisoners through their letters. You'll actually see the letters and then we transcribe them cleanly so you can read them without the, you know, but I think it's important for you to see the letters because that is the link between these men in America. Here's the second book, nobody's seen it yet. You're getting a sneak peek. This is The Art of Confinement. It picks up the story in October of 2022 and brings it right to your doorstep to October 23. And it, I, just like the first book, it's filled with um, with letters and, and imagery that these guys create in prison. They actually are pretty talented artists. Uh, you're gonna see some amazing art and hear some stories from their lives. Um, I'd like to read you one of the letters from a gentleman who who, uh, we just spoke with the other day. His name is Christian Manley. He's a very nice individual. This letter was written in December of last year, so it's a year old. So when you listen to this, imagine Christian just began serving his term. He's been in pretrial detainment this entire time in one of the worst prisons in America. Hi, Wendy. I appreciate all the love and support, and hopefully we can figure out some financing soon because I'm running out quickly. I had a great chunk of change when I got locked up, but unfortunately you have to spend $100 a week in order to not shrivel up and fall apart, so thank you in advance for any monetary support. I have a message for all the other J6 folks. Hey party people, my name is Christian Matthew Manley. I am a Marine Corps veteran a government contractor in the unexploding ordnance community, and a generally goofy fella. I spent 26 years of my life not giving a single solitary about politics. I am very libertarian. Leave me alone. I leave you alone. Everybody is happy. I didn't begin to even think about paying attention until this COVID insanity started in ugly uh, so-and-sos behind cash registers making minimum wage who are absolutely nothing, will never be anything, started attempting to order me to wear a mask. (laughs) Karen, do you even know what in God's name you're talking about? I am trained in chemical, biological, radiological, and nuclear warfare, and the way to not get dead in that situation requires chemical suits, decontamination tents, and a great deal more common sense than you will ever have. So tell me one more time why I can't be in this damn convenience store. (laughs) And then came the morning after the election. At that point, it was a game on. And within two months, I was at the Capitol, pepper spraying cops and screaming obscenities at us. I've had 14 months to think about it. And my conclusion is, I am an idiot. I want nothing more than for this BS to be over and done with. So I can go back to being a single hot piece of getting laid (laughs) every week, unfortunately, I was just convicted of assault, and I'm looking at four to five years. I get sentenced on April 25th. Wish me luck, y'all, and Godspeed. Maybe I'll see you down the road. With love, Christian Manley. These are really ordinary people. I've met them. I've met their families. I broke bread with them. They're the guy you go to church with. They're the guy who sits in the cube next to you at work. They're the EMT who helped you in your car wreck. They're the policeman who came when your home was broken into and your goods were stolen. They're the firemen who showed up when your car was burning on the side of the road. They're the county commissioner, Cooey Griffin. They're the county commissioner who serves you. These are the people who showed up to do their duty on January 6th and they're all being tortured, persecuted, and penalized in order to make you afraid to do the same thing.
1: Oh, wow. That was, that's a, a really great letter. Um,
2: <laughs> he's a young guy. Some yeah. of these are, I mean, Lonnie Kaufman, I'd, I'd love to read you his, but he's 73 when he went to prison. Imagine that. Imagine being sent to prison when you're 73 for he, protesting.
1: What did he supposedly do in the, in the Capitol? Uh,
2: well, they, he, his car was parked somewhere on the other side. They uh, Actually, he showed up like everybody else and was outside on the steps and was pepper sprayed and shot at. Um, he really didn't do anything violent. But um, when he went back to his hotel room, they arrested him. And basically seized his car and then he had in his car, he had his own weapon. Well, you can't have a weapon in D.C., so they've charged him with weapons charges. And uh, that's kind of the way it goes. You'll start off with four misdemeanors. Everybody starts off with four misdemeanors. Trespass, picketing, uh, remaining on restricted grounds, and uh, protesting on restricted grounds, something like that. They're all, they're all finable kind of things. I'm going to write you a ticket, show up in court next week, pay you a $300 fine or whatever. But these people have been thrown into prison for over three years for those charges, for misdemeanors that you and I would get a ticket for, and and Antifa doesn't get anything for. But if you show up and refuse to take their plea for those, to do you got to plead guilty to these four misdemeanors? No, I didn't do that. I'm not pleading guilty to something I didn't do. Fine. Your four misdemeanors just became six felonies and you're going to prison for 40 years.
0: Oh,
1: wow.
2: That's how the DOJ is playing this. That is the dirtiest form. That isn't justice, folks. I'm sorry. That's just not justice. That is not fair play. That's not justice. That is literally blackmail, extortion, extortion under color of law. Um, You know, it's like Furious Tim's coming out there. Watch out. <laughs> the... uh <laughs> The, it's just—it's just a it's just travesty of this oh. nation. It's destruction of our justice, and that is my contract with my government. It's your contract with your government—is justice yes. that we will be treated fairly and equally when we come into conflict. And that's gone, folks. I'm just telling you, it's gone, and that's what we're fighting for to bring it
0: back.
1: So, um, did these people who you know who experienced what you just described um, were they not able to have a lawyer?
2: Uh, let's talk about that. I think I'm I'm not well to do. Okay, I re I retired like anybody.
1: Well,
2: because you need fifty thousand dollars for the retainer in DC for a criminal case. If you'd like to go to court, you're going to need another fifty to hundred thousand. We're going to need that in cash up front. If you'd like to appeal because you lost your case, which, by the way, everybody in DC, with very few exceptions, is losing their case to the DC jury and the DC judges. And they're denying change of venue to bring you to your home state where people who are like you could actually be your judges and jury. And so the, the it's, it's 97, 98% conviction rate. Um, so you'll probably need an appeal. That's going to be another fifty to 100,000. Now, I'm perfectly sure that everybody who's listening to you and I right now, just like me, no has $250,000 in their sock drawer that they can afford to purchase justice if the federal government should decide they don't like what they did or said. That is, that's the reality. That's the reality. But you can't lawyers, afford justice.
1: Okay. I, I I, you know, as an expert witness, I know how pricey lawyers can be, but weren't there any lawyers who volunteered to represent them, you know, like, um. Um you know, what do you call that? Nobody um, has volunteered to work like for free. Like public defenders
2: Well, sure, but the public defenders that's a, the public defenders work for the Department of Justice. That's okay. where their checks come from. In okay. many cases, they will immediately tell them I think what you did was wrong. you better take the plea deal we should you know they, yeah. they are not supportive. There are very few exceptions to that. And that could be another whole show if you ever want to talk about what's happened to the legal community in this country over the last 20 years. That is an interesting topic in itself, and it lends itself right to what's happening now, because you can't find conservative attorneys who will be willing to go up against the federal government. And that is the truth of it.
1: That's, huh. Um, Because they, why is that?
2: because they'll lose their, they're afraid they'll lose their license. They're afraid that they'll be prejudiced to be able to work in those court systems because they realize that this is a hammer. There, there is no balance of scale here. This is meant to hammer all of these individuals into indictments and into prisons and to scare the crap out of everybody else who might ever think of showing up again. That, that's all this is, folks. I'm just gonna tell you right now. It's really about get Donald Trump, but this is just play number two in order if you can convict everybody or convince everyone that these were insurrectionists, which nobody has been charged with insurrection. Nobody.
1: Interesting.
2: If you can convince them that they're insurrectionists, then you maybe convince them that Donald Trump sent them. Nobody and so now
1: that's so ahead. fascinating. None of them have been charged with insurrection.
2: Nobody's been charged with insurrection because no, 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 no insurrection took place. Have you ever heard of an insurrection that, that was launched with hats and flags? People usually bring guns, cannons, mortars, you know, that kind of stuff.
1: I mean, Um, I know it wasn't an insurrection, but I'm surprised that they, I mean, but like in terms of Donald Trump's um, fight, uh, you know, to prove he wasn't an insurrectionist, it would seem like the first thing would be to show that nobody was charged with insurrection. I think this is. Per se, that should be, he should be um, innocent. This has
2: got to be fascinating to you as a psychiatrist to see this gigantic foolie pulled on the American public and for their manic acceptance of this stuff. I mean, they're literally manically eating it up. They don't bother to check. They become lazy in their assumption of facts from mainstream TV. They take their mainline reality from liars and fools. And so their view of reality is stinted. But this just gotta be fascinating to you to see how so many of Americans have, have swallowed this lie without making any attempt to find truth. And so we've taken it upon ourselves to bring the truth to you because you're obviously not going to go looking for it. Mm-hmm. Um, the books are are very important. There's two missions to the book. the The books are about message. It's their message to you, America. That's the first part. The second part is when you buy the book, all the proceeds from the book, go to our nonprofit that takes care of these families, that pays for their these guys' travels to and from court to sentencing to keeping them going in prison. Some cases we're able to help with legal, but in most cases it's just too big for us. But every penny that comes from these books goes to that organization. Everybody who does this work in my group and in J6 News... They're all volunteers. They've been doing it for three years, sometimes 40, 50, 60 hours a week, and they don't take a penny. In most cases, they're they're supporting, like my wife and I adopted three J6ers in 2021 and fed them until they were moved to more permanent facilities or released. And we're still feeding one of them now. That's yeah. something you can do. Besides write the letter, which is so important. PatriotMailProject.com. So easy. Patriots... PatriotMailproject.com. And then you can pick out your your the person you'd like to write to, like like she was saying. You can by state, by name, but I mean there's so many different ways you can sort, or you can do like I did, just blindly pick one. You might get the diamond like I did. Um that's an easy thing to do. And through that, you'll you'll gain a relationship with somebody. Maybe you can do more, maybe you can help with their tablet money so they can stay in contact. Maybe you can help feed them like we do. Maybe you can help put money on their commissary. We have some amazing groups that coordinate all of this. So we take care of everybody. We leave nobody behind and we're not paid for this work. We're 100% um, dependent on donations really. And and it's been three years, the donors have been still giving, still giving. We're still giving, America (laughs) is still giving.
1: I didn't see the part about where you could adopt um, a prisoner. Yeah, you can. You, that's Again, you know, I
2: started it. There, there were only a few of us in the beginning in 2021 that were willing to try it. And we were organizational people already, right? You worked in big corporate America. You knew how to put together teams and how to get things organized. And that's what people started doing. And there's an amazing group called American Patriot Relief. All you do is type that in, American Patriot Relief. And through them, they're another nonprofit that's actually run by J6 defendants who are about to go to court. And uh, you can sign up to support a J6er. They, every month, they will take care of it. They'll debit the card, whatever you give them. And you can turn it on or off anytime you want. You can say how much you want to spend every month. And they will help you adopt a J6er to make sure their needs are met in prison and that their families and everybody don't get thrown out of their homes, lose their cars, can't feed their children. I have families that have their children living with relatives because they can no longer afford to live together. I have people who have to bicycle to work because their cars got repossessed because they couldn't pay their insurance or their payments. Families have lost their homes. It, the tragedy goes beyond the individual that the DOJ has targeted. It reaches into the family. And um, as a psychiatrist, I know you understand PTSD, that adults can be can be permanently damaged by that. Yeah. But imagine a child. Imagine a child Three, four, five, six years old. In the middle of the night, an explosion in your house. The front door slams open. Men dressed in black battle armor rush into your room, point-loaded guns with lasers at you, drag you into the front yard and make you kneel in the dirt while your father or your mother is dragged across the ground in front of the neighbors. Imagine you don't see that person again, that they're locked away for 18 months. Imagine that's the PTSD. Yeah, kids are kids are destroyed, and this is the this is the other trauma that people don't even think about. it's not just the prisoners; it's their families, it's their loved ones, it's their colleagues, it's their supporters.
1: Okay, so why do you think um, more hasn't been done in terms of trying to get them out? I mean, um, like, why haven't like people in Congress, for example? why hasn't anybody um done more to change this i mean of course you're doing a ton but i mean I mean, like more in terms of the legal system
2: you have a few you have louis gohmart you have marjorie taylor green you've got uh mr higgins who's been very vocal recently you got a lot of people who were supportive in the beginning but i think the veil is being pulled back um You know, you give away your age, you talk, I used to know Frank Zappa, and one of the things that he has a famous quote that says, one day, the lights will come up, the scenery will pull back, the curtain will rise, and you will see the brick wall. And I think we're looking at the brick wall now, we finally have so much information that has come out. Um, This new timeline video, if you have not seen it yet, please look for J6, The Real Timeline. It is a one-hour video that is a compilation of three years of investigative work with videos from parlor, from the Axon body cameras, CCTV footage, individuals who were there doing video journalism that day, and it's all put into a timeline so you can see things happening as they actually occurred in time, and it is so going to unravel everything that you've heard, Um, but it takes time, and I, I bring it back to fear. I really do. I I bring it back to fear, Carol, that people are fearful of what this government might do to them, that it will send their bureaucracies after them, and some three-letter agency will show up at your door um, and and submit you to the type of persecution and prosecution that these people have been put to simply for doing what they felt their duty was as Americans that day. And I think the fear reaches into congressmen as well and representatives who many have lost the idea of service and have become the idea of careerist as politics go. That was never intended. Our our founding fathers didn't intend for you to become a career politician. They intended for the smartest and the brightest of us to step up and serve our country and then go back to our homes and our lives. Instead, we have politicians who never leave and who inculcate power bases and money bases that basically, um, it corrupts, it corrupts absolutely.
1: Yes, yes. Well, you know, I I got so caught up in what you were saying that I didn't notice that we need to take a break. It's time. Um my guest is Tim Rivers. We're talking about the January 6th patriots. This is, you know, this is outrageous stuff that is coming out and you and you won't hear it. <laughs> you won't hear it in the evening news. So stay tuned, you're listening to Dr. Carol's Couch and we'll be right back. The Internet's number
0: one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. Are you having difficulty coping with these troubled times? Do you want help? Then contact Dr. Carol Lieberman today at www.drcarol.com. Welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch. If you have a question or comment for Dr. Carol, dial toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now back to the show, here's Dr. Carol Lieberman.
1: And welcome back to Dr. Carol's Couch, where we're talking about January 6th prisoners, patriots suffering for freedom. Uh, That's who they are, not insurrectionists. Now let's talk about... um, how this you know was really scary i mean everything that you've been talking about is scary except for the good (laughs) stuff except for the good stuff you know that you and your uh colleagues have been doing but what what what's if you pull back and you look at the bigger picture uh or the secret picture however you want to look at it there, the, the real goal isn't, doesn't stop with the J-6 prisoners. No, totally. Underlying goal of this whole thing from the very beginning, from the time that Pelosi didn't warn the, uh, the police, you know, that there were going to be some people. This whole, the whole thing was set up to get Trump, was set up to call him an insurrectionist. And, you know, I mean, that's why it's, it boggles my mind that these people who are in jail aren't uh, charged with insurrection. Kind of, it. that doesn't make any sense. But anyhow, so this was like all planned from yeah. from the moment that um, what that they knew that Trump was going to be making a speech near the Capitol. Um, I think it goes
2: further back than that, Carol. It goes in fact, we're hearing we're now finding uh, evidence of a conspiracy between Nancy Pelosi and some other individuals and the the Chief of the MPD and the Capitol Police uh, in emails that are going back months. this This was not a haphazard event. This was carefully planned. It had hundreds of FBI agents embedded in the crowd dressed as Trump supporters. Some of them were in the Capitol before the breach. We have to ask a lot of questions. Who opened those doors? Who who told the police to invite those people in? I mean, how many insurrections do you know come with a guided tour? Um, I, I guess they, you know, It really comes down to what will you believe? And I find this show interesting because I've always had a great interest in psychiatry. I've dabbled in a little of it. If you're a manager and you deal with human beings, you need to know a little bit of psychiatry and understand how humans act and react. And um, I find it interesting how effective this false narrative has been in America. How readily... People have accepted it without question, without, um, without inquiry, really, as fact. And, and I wonder what kind of a, a, a mania have we ingested that makes us believe that everything we see on a glowing tube is real. And, and, and no longer wish to investigate for ourselves. Now, granted, things I can't find out what's happening in New Zealand, I'm a long ways away from it, and television is very helpful there, but shouldn't we look for more than just one example? Should we not question things that are important to us and to our nation, rather than accept them as face fact, and I think part of that is a very interesting psychological problem that we have, um, we've come to place our authority in government as servants rather than as those to be served. Mm-hmm. Our Founding Fathers meant for government to serve the people, and that's why we the people are in charge. But instead, we the people have turned around and served the government with our money, with our work. Uh, I pay taxes through the Yazoo, we're the most heavily taxed people on the planet. Um, so we have begun to serve government. I think government has forgotten that they're there to serve us.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And that's a there's, there's a little bit of forgetfulness in there that maybe has been uh, helped along by some things that, hey, let us give you a little money. How about some free health care? You need that student loan? Would you like to go to college even though you don't have the wherewithal to graduate? We'd be happy to help you. Uh, and you can't pay that back? Psh, don't worry about it. We're the government, we're here to help. Uh, we've, we've accepted this. Um, Handout from government as, as an entitlement. And in the process, we have lost our independence. Yeah. We have lost our self-reliance. We have lost our courage. That seems to be the most fearful thing to me. Yeah. Where has the American courage gone? Where has that bravery that brought this nation into birth, that got us through the world wars, that has kept us free people for 240 plus years, what has happened to that? Has it been bred out of us? or is it that patriot gene that just hasn't been activated yet? And I would think something like this would activate it, that it would make people go, what? I gotta do something about that. Uh, Even if I just call my Congressman at 202-224-3121 and ask my zip code and say, I'd like to speak to my Congressman and say, would you please release all the hostages right now and release the video? Cause we have a right to see it.
1: Mm. How many
2: people will do that?
1: Well, could you say that number again?
2: I will, because it's burned in memory. 202-224-3121. That's your congressional switchboard. Those people work for you. I'm thinking it's time for an employee conference. Maybe a review. <laughs> yes, yes. That That's
1: certainly something. Well, do you... I mean, I, I, maybe... Do do you, so do you um, promote this? I mean, I mean, that would be something that
2: pretty much every time I get a chance, that's why <laughs> I know the number.
1: <laughs> I mean, you know, I don't know how much well, I think it would work more better with, obviously, with some Congressmen than others, but um... well, all of them, all of them. You know that book
2: I showed you the first book. We had an amazing group of patriots who we sent those. Mike Mundell gave us a big boost, and other people donated money. We put one of those books personally. In the hands of every congressional member, every senator, every judicial hearing head, everybody got a copy of that book. Nobody can say they do not know. And so when you call your congressman, when you call your representative, ask them, you can't possibly not know. You've got the book. You've read the letters. Why aren't you doing something? I think this is what we've stopped doing. We've expected Congress and the government to run on autopilot. And it's we, the people, who steer the car. We have the wheels in our hands. But well, if you don't do anything with it, we might as well just be sleeping in the back seat.
1: I mean, January sixth to me always seemed like um, like the uh, like uh, the founding of America. Like we didn't revolt, you know, okay. um, and and against Britain, um, we wouldn't have America. I mean, we, you know, the, the, we that's people don't well of course you don't learn history the right way in school anymore anyway no, no. Uh, but think um, but about we a need million that spirit we need that you know the the um, patriotism the bravery the courage as you were saying um to stand up for what's right so so you know it just seems so strange that nobody was i mean i would talk it was talking about that but I didn't hear many people talking about that. This is like how our country got founded. What do you mean it is? <laughs> it, and those are the people who who stood up that day. Those are the people who had the courage,
2: who had the the sanity to realize that that my children and grandchildren are going to be fitted for shackles if I don't do something. Mm-hmm. that's that's the that's the truth of it, folks. I'm sorry. You can read I mean, the books are named American Gulag Chronicles. Gulag comes from Alexander Solzhenitsyn's Gulag Archipelago. This incredible three-volume work of what happened to him when he made a joke about the president's mustache <laughs> and ended up in Siberia uh, and his family being basically thrown out of all their homes. And uh, These are the things that are happening in America right now, and he's warned us about that, and many people have. And you can listen to the folks. I really urge you to listen to the interviews on our website at j6patriotnews.com. Go to my interviews section. I interview these guys live from jail, live in person wherever I can. I just visited with Jeremy Brown the other day. I did an incredible uh, interview with him by phone. He is another 20-year retired Green Beret, the actual poster boy for Green Beret. That when you see that guy with the green paint bushing through there on the poster, recruiting poster, that's Jeremy Brown. And he's in prison right here in Florida since 2021. So these are the things that I think are important to realize as Americans, that we have a duty as Americans. And if you don't think you do, I want you to find a picture of your children and your grandchildren and look at it really closely. And imagine that you're facing them and trying to explain to them why they are no longer free because you wouldn't do anything.
1: Yes, yes. Well, um, you know, of course, we saw we should have been awakened by the what happened with uh, COVID. you know, oh, yeah. everybody take these dangerous shots and um and making people stay in a lockdown and all of that. and people went like sheep. I yep. haven't gotten the the uh, vaccine my I your blood. I didn't let my daughter get the vaccine, and of course, the more and more, we know about the side effects, the happier I am that I stood up but um, and encourage people in various interviews and so on to stand up and not take it. Or at least I, I was saying that for adults, they could make their own decision, but certainly not give it to your kids because yeah. they really don't know what how, da- how much damage it's going to do for them. So now we don't have a lot of time left. So four minutes, in fact. So could you give out again all of these um Absolutely. Yeah, you, is, just, and the you can
2: start. Everybody gets your pencil out. So you start by writing a letter. That's how I got started. That's what sucked me into this whirlpool. And, you know, it's not so bad. Uh, hmm. It's a fulfilling thing. And um, I feel the gratitude is worth every penny that, that I could possibly make doing something else. It, it just it, is, it feels right. It feels right as an American. It feels right as a patriot. It feels right as a Samaritan. To help people who are in need, so you can get these books at lettersfromprison.us. Lettersfromprison.us. Every penny you buy, every every dime you spend for these books goes to help these guys. And I'm going to tell you, you're either going to own a piece of history because that's what these are, or you're going to have one of the most banned books in America at the end of 2024. It's up to you how that turns out. Um, you can get both of those books. You can pre-order book two. It's going to the printer this week. Um, secondly. If you've written to these guys at PatriotMailProject.com, go out there and find your prisoner. Adopt one. If nothing else, just write to them. You will be so rewarded by the letter you get back. Um, and I've formed lifelong connections with these people. I, I, I chose veterans. I chose three veterans, two Marines and, and a Green Beret. And, mm-hmm. uh, and my life has been enriched deeply by what I've learned uh, just from being friends with them. So I urge you to do that. That's an easy thing to do. Stay in, stay educated. J6PatriotNews.com. Everything that happens goes there, like, immediately. Something happens to a J6er. They get moved. They get things. Their birthdays are coming up. They need a letter. They need help. Find it at J6PatriotNews. Listen to our interviews. Read the letters. They're your letters, America. They're written for you. Read them. Um, I, I can't urge you enough to get involved. This is greater than any of us. If you've never been involved in something bigger than yourself, now's your chance.
1: And it is more urgent than ever because we are coming up to the election in um, November, this year, November, and... um, and, you know, it, it's actually even before then, you know, there's we have to overcome the states that are trying to take Trump off the ballot because, um, you know, claiming he's an insurrectionist and all of that. Yeah. Uh, so there's really a fight before November. There's a fight first, you know, to keep him on the ballot. Um, so it's more important than ever that you become aware of all of this, that you do um service by writing to these people or the J6 people who are in prison or adopting some of them. Absolutely. I mean, what about, um, I mean, it's not like a, you can, you can determine how much money you're going. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Not like it's, this is a, it's going to cost you a fortune, you know, a dollar a month, (laughs) five dollars a month. Whatever. It all
2: adds up. It really does. I mean, in, in our case, we adopted them fully. We took over all of their expenses because we could, you know, being retired, we have social security, we could afford to help. And we do. And I think everybody can afford to help. And I, like I said, this will be a very rewarding experience for you. You will be fulfilling uh, matthew twenty five verses thirty five through forty. Read that in your Bible. You will be fulfilling that prophecy.
1: Okay, I hope you take all of this to heart, folks. Um, I'd like to thank so much, Tim Rivers. I'm so adver- I admire what you've been doing so much. I mean taking letting this take over your whole life. And um thank you. And thank you all for listening. You've been listening to Dr. Carol's Couch, and I'm your psychiatrist host, Dr. Carol Lieberman.
0: Thank you for joining us on Dr. Carol's Couch. Join us next week at 1 p.m. Pacific time for another installment of Dr. Carol's Couch. We'll save you a seat.